，没有一个像唐龙，没有一个像唐龙。When you take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Time for you to leave. Oh, okay, we're gonna do this thing. I'm gonna do this thing, man. Okay. Jesus. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast, where we review, recap, revamp the best and worst of Hong Kong and Asian action cinema for your listening pleasure. My name's Sam, and I'll be joined tonight with Rachel. Hello. I didn't even say your name properly. I was like, we're Why is it wait, wait, Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Rachel. Uh, Mikey. Hey. And Nathan. It must be the COVID. Yeah. Hi, Nathan. Hey, hey. Hey. Yeah, no, it must be the COVID. It's affected. You know, they said that it would affect my sense of taste and smell. Um, but mine has always been about a four out of ten anyway. So I don't think it's changed much. I definitely <laughs> have still got a, a taste thing going on. Oh, so you couldn't enjoy your food that you were having in Thailand? No, no, no. It mostly came back by the time I um I left. It, it went completely for like a week. But it, it came back mostly uh, after about a week to two weeks. But then right now, even now, there are some things that just do not taste right. I feel yeah, like damn. super sweet things don't taste right. It's weird. That's yeah, weird. I, I, I don't know what exactly it is. Uh, some things I feel like I can just taste. There's like a weird chemically aftertaste sometimes. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, hasn't put me off eating anything. But <laughs> but it, it has definitely impacted. Like I can notice. I can notice it. But there was a period of time where I literally couldn't taste anything. Wow. Anyway, we're talking yeah, well, about kung fu films here. Yeah. We're not talking about COVID. Hopefully your taste in kung fu films hasn't changed. Oh, no, it's still, it's still <laughs> trashed here. <laughs> Actually, a quick question for you before we carry on. Did you see any fights in Thailand, any Muay Thai? Or- no, no, I did not. I thought about it. The The truck that drove around Patong definitely let me know that I could go and see world-class Thai boxing every night. But... <laughs> I, I didn't go because I just never really wanted to go. It also nah. looks sort of depressing. I walked past the building and it looks super depressing. So I was like, oh, eh, I don't right. know if I want to go see this. That's right. I mean, that's what movies are for. That's why we watch Hong Kong and Asian action cinema. But you it was pretty funny. Like, there's like, Patong's like maybe like 10 big, mass, 10 city blocks maybe, if you want to be generous, maybe 18. But there was this one truck that would go around with people on the back and it would play this one like song and message over and over and over. It'd just be Thai boxing, <laughs> Thai boxing. Come oh, and see the best of the best. They want you to check it out, man. Yeah, they were very excited. To, but the thing is, it just constantly drove around this like this like eighteen block radius, and you could pretty much hear it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, it was great. That's a that's a far cry from what we saw last night. Actually, we didn't see it together tonight, but. We did watch a film tonight, 2011, maybe 12s. Uh, what would you call it? Wuxia? Wuxia? I'm going to let you guys handle that. Dragon. <laughs> it's got a couple of different names. Uh, but it's a, it's a Donnie Yen vehicle. And, uh, <laughs> you know, what's funny is that we picked that film because Christian didn't have access to, like, Netflix, Netflix or 
binge or anything. Yeah, he had. And, like, and so know. this was available to us on our great backup of SBS. And then Christian didn't watch the movie, so he could not join us. <laughs> SBS is one of the most authentic foreign film uh, distributors in the world. Yellow subtitles, authentic. I was man. I used to love the when they would do it back in the well. day. There's a few movies that I was like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind watching that. Oh, I wouldn't mind watching that. We did anyone else choose, didn't we? Did you guys see it on the SBS On Demand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did anyone else? <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> I know you didn't. Um, but did anyone else think that the resolution was a bit kind of not quite HD, perhaps? I don't yes. think it was HD. I think uh, there was definitely, especially when it was raining, it would it would get muddy on my screen. Yeah. It's like yeah. they took a VCD they had from like 1995 or something. Which is amazing because they would have had to time travel. I think the quality <laughs> yeah. on SBS on demand isn't that good because when I'm trying to watch those Jackie films and when it's dark and grainy, it's really dark and grainy. Yeah. I, I think they might be like 720p. Okay. Well, I can't give which, them too much shit because that's how I watched it back in the day. Yeah, I think it was 720p and I think when it got busy on the screen, I think their bit rate wasn't very high. So you'd started getting washed out, blurry stuff um but yeah it was okay i uh, i didn't I, uh, I didn't mind the quality just to, just to check did you watch that on your 4k yeah i did i did yeah yeah, yeah i did both, both of you watched it on a 4k screen <laughs> watching a, a probably not a, not a high def version getting upscaled and you're getting all washes out and i watched it on just my my 1080p and it looked perfectly fine oh really okay okay <laughs> Yeah, it's like I could see scan lines. Was, I'm watching it right now, actually, and I can. Yeah, the resolution's yeah, no, not. I, I reckon it's just the the upscaling of the app to fill in all the gaps for your extra pixels on your your, your monitor. Yeah, okay. Look, it's it's better than DVD. I'll give it that. Yeah, it's so. it's better than DVD. Yeah, but uh, <sighs> what we should do? We should go around and do a uh, pitch this film uh, before we get into some trivia, just for people who haven't seen it, haven't heard of it. Donnie Yen, Takeshi Kinaharo, Kin- I can't pronounce his name, um, but I'll Takeshi pronounce it. Takeshi Kanashiro. <laughs> Kanashiro, really Kanashiro. pretty guy. Yeah. Really pretty. Taiwanese. I thought he was Japanese, but he's Taiwanese. He's half Taiwanese, half Japanese. Halfu? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, like really, really attractive young man. Well, okay, he's not I got, young I got, I got one. Donnie yeah. Yen fails to commit to the one-armed swordsman. Ah. <laughs> I, I didn't, you know what? I hadn't heard anything about this film before, and I was genuinely surprised by the end of it. <laughs> genuinely. All right, yeah, that's good. Rachel, Nathan, anyone? Uh, Rachel can go next. I got one. Okay. Oh, shit, I'm on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, warts and all. Uh, warts and all. I don't know, warts and all, Johnny vehicle. Because it's just dirty. It's, oh, but he doesn't have warts, but, it, I mean, it's flies, it's dirt. It's dirty, <laughs> it's disgusting, it's bloody. He's a peasant. Yes. He's got awful hair. Man, oh. you're not selling this film. I don't want to give you money to make this film. This sounds terrible. <laughs> All right. At least, at All least right. one guy's good looking. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> at least one guy is. Nathan, you want to go? You want me okay, to go? I'll go. Okay. All right. Donnie Yen tries playing humble for, for for five minutes and then, you know, has to just be his usual self at the end of the film. <laughs> he just gave up acting. He was like, oh, no, I'm just going to be me. Uh, I, I want to try being humble. People tell me that I'm too braggadocio, so I'm, I'm going to try a movie and where I'm going to be a humble guy. But he really couldn't do it, so at the end of the movie, he still had to be a badass. Yes, 
Um, yeah, there's a tale of two films. I'd probably say Donnie Yen goes full retard for about the first half of it. Never go full retard. <laughs> I can say that because that's from Tropic Thunder, so don't blame me. Um, I think indulgent would be my my one word I would describe this film. Donnie Yen being indulgent. I didn't get I didn't get an indulgent vibe from it. I what? got a I got an I got an I got a vibe where he wanted to do something like a hero or like he wanted to to broaden his acting range. He wanted to play someone who was against type and he wanted it to be kind of a pretty film. Like he wanted to be in one of those movies that's sort of pretty. He got one of those things right because it was a damn pretty film. He gives off like the really creepy smile vibe to me. (laughs) He was trying to be like genuine but just came across as creeping. I was like, insane. Hey, hey. It, it works in character, I suppose. Because like, well, he's a wolf no, in sheep's would... clothing the whole time, right? Yeah. That's the whole You're point. Is just that smile is terrible. But at the <laughs> end, that smile he's trying to give is just like, oh. Uh... You know what? If they really wanted authentic, they should have fucked up his teeth. His teeth were way too good. He should have. I was had if he's wearing an extra set of teeth on top, but I couldn't tell. What? Why would he do that? There's a lot of people wearing fake teeth. I don't know, because it looks like buck teeth to me, but maybe he always is anyway. Oh, gross. Donnie Yen. Minor details. Shark. That's that's even less reason to make out with a guy. I was going to say, though, that most of this tone of the film is probably set by the director and very little to do with Donnie. I think the main director, Peter Chan, just um, left Donnie to do the – what the action directing part? Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know the overall tone is is all Peter Chan. You know, is it just me? I'm just before we get into trivia, I just want to uh, put a statement out there and just say, is Donnie Yen lazy? Because if he's a if he's the action choreographer, there was what maybe like half a dozen good fight scenes. You know, like is he just lazy? I kind of like the breakdown because he kind of if if you think about it with with the detective in mind. Because stu- not just fight scenes, there were a couple of stunts in it. He kind of had to think of it twice. Because in this, just to, as a before we break down how the movie actually works, but basically we have like a scene that you, you go through and then you have the detective come along and see more intricate parts of the scene. So he's almost done the same bit twice to make it even more like difficult in, in individual little nuances for it so he, he kind of choreographs it twice almost each time that was yeah, a, okay that was kind of interesting aspect of it for me as a for the whole movie and i didn't mind the story as well i mean it was semi-interesting except what was the name of his his real name tan long tong long tan long tan long tan long tang long tan long and i was like god that's just fucking stupid and you know, you <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Why? Why? Why is that stupid? <laughs> Why? It's just like that was just the lamest name. Like the whole, you know, the whole seventy-two demons kind of thing. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that just not doesn't work for me. Yeah. Okay. You know. All right. All right. Why not All just right. call him Ding Dong and get it over and done? Oh my god. <laughs> Look, Tang Long might be a, a historic figure, might be a real character. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. One the of the one seven swordsman? <laughs> well, maybe. Um, Did anyone find it find it really funny that the the detective like was a, like he goes to visit his wife, ex wife or wife to get some money and uh she's like, Oh yeah, he, my dad was selling fake medicine. Bitch, it's all fake. 
<laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's what medicine yeah, is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything back in ancient China was fake. You eat these rhinoceros penises, they'll they'll fix you up. <laughs> I, I think the real thing was, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't real rhinoceros penis, it was horse penis. How dare you? Yeah. <sighs> all right. Hey, look, it's all before, fake. None of it works. Before we get into the film, let's do the uh, the, the trivia. I know Rachel, you've got some trivia. Uh, you can talk about Jimmy. I've got some other stuff as well. Did you want to start, Rachel? I can start. Um, I can. I don't know if it's, I should talk about this later, but I was thinking about um, the tribe that seventy two demons are supposed to come from. The Tangut mm. is actually an extinct um, or, or assimilated like. Is it Tibetan Burmese tribe? Um, Holy shit! Yeah, so so, so I feel like clan. yeah, so I feel like that's interesting because it, that's it gives them a sense of desperation. That's why they're such I don't know angry angry plunderers. I guess that because they're, they're near the end of their probably the end of their line at that time. You know that genuinely has added value to the film that I just saw. <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, shit, my trivia is nowhere near as enlightening as that. I was just going to go like, well, fucking, what else was happening in 2011, motherfucker? Go on, then. Tell me what was happening in 2011. Hey, all right. Yeah, Let me tell that, you what's yeah. happened in 2011. Did you know that uh, 2011, uh, so in Hong Kong, they have uh, the Hong Kong Film Awards. And every year, the, the most- called pres- the Filmies? <laughs> is it called the Filmies? No, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> what is it called, Rachel? It- Do you know what it's called? I thought it was Golden Lion Awards or something. Uh, they have like a um a few different categories, but one of the most prestigious- Hong Kong Film Awards. Do you mean? Yeah, it's just the Hong Kong Film Awards. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, um, but yeah, one of the most. What do you win? Pre- you get it. You go to the Academy Awards. You get an Oscar. Maybe you get a Jade Oscar. I don't know, like <laughs> a, a little Jade stuntman. I don't know. <laughs> a lady with a film a film skirt or something hanging off her. <laughs> <laughs> Hit She's us up on she. Facebook and Gmail if you know. Or well, you thinking of Golden Horse, but maybe that's Taiwan. I can't remember. <laughs> the thing that uh, that interested me was the uh, Action Choreography Awards that they award every year. And uh, there, there's a few uh, notable nominations. Now, this was... In Hong Kong, this was released in 2012, so it did get a, uh, a nomination. But I'll give you an interesting thing. So 2011, Sammo Hung won the best action choreography for Ip Man 2, right? Okay. So I assume that Donnie Yen's pissed because he's like, I'm the one fucking doing all the punching. Sammo Hung didn't do shit. Um, but the, he was also, Sammo Hung was nominated for that and also Detective D and the Mystery of the Phantom Flame. And Donnie Yen had uh, Legend of the Fist Return of Chen Zhen, which he didn't win. Now, the interesting yeah. thing is that in 2012, the year that he was uh, nominated for, he didn't win that either. Um, but it was the Flying Swords of Dragon Gate, which won. Uh, Yun Bun. Yun Bun was an action choreographer. Lan Hai Han and Sun Jiang Ku. That movie sucked, by the way. <laughs> oh, did it really? Flying Swords of Dragon Gate? Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, holy shit. Well, they, they won uh, Best Action Choreography, but the other film- I assume it's because that's just when they're starting to learn how to use CG good in 2012-11. Well, I mean, 2012, the other nominees were Wuxia, right? So, mm-hmm. it lost Wuxia lost to that film. Yeah. Uh, Sorcerer in the White Snake, Jet Li film. Boy. Shaolin, which I didn't even think had martial arts in it, and, uh, and Let the Bullets Fly. Now- that where I'm leading with this is uh, what what kind of bullshit this award is because you know what won in 2013? What Jackie Chan for CZ12? <laughs> 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 
So, if, if that's not bullshit, then I don't know what is. I have not watched that movie, actually. Uh, CZ12? Oh, oh, see. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking. Uh, <laughs> my brain went to um, that CJ7 movie with oh, Stephen yeah, Chow no. for some reason. That's what I also yeah. thought of. <laughs> you should have just said 12 Zodiacs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Uh, and, and yes, and other notable things in 2011, uh, the number one pop artist at the time was Adele. Um, and the top film of the time in China was Transformers, Dark of the Moon. Let's just How go back to um, your your action choreography awards. None of those movies stand out to me <laughs> as having awesome action. So I think but, it's just like a poor crop. Just gonna well. I absolutely agree. Like, what else is that? I mean, what else was that? Ip Man has won because Ip Man was the only film that probably had martial arts in it. <laughs> Ip Man 2 was actually fairly nice with... Well, the, both of the... I've only seen 1 and 2, spoiler alert, because I haven't bothered to watch 3 or 4 yet. Uh, but, but 1 and 2 actually had fairly okay um, chore- choreography. But then Samo's actually always been pretty good at his choreography, so... Yes, yeah, he has. He was in Ip Man too. Quite. They got notably. the better one to choreograph it in your movie, even though you were starring. Yeah. Yes. That's right. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I, look, I won't go through any more trivia. Uh, I've Rachel, got one you... more bit of trivia. Yes, Nathan. <laughs> I was pretty shocked when the name Harvey Wein- Weinstein, Weinstein came up. Yeah, oh, well, right. yeah, I saw yeah. that as well. <laughs> what the that's shit? The Donny. That's a Donny thing. Oh, it? why? What production? What Donny? Donny's in bed with Harvey Weinstein. I'm pretty sure they have some sort of. He might have, I assume it's got something to do with distribution rights or something yeah, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so Mirror Max. But was it was a... st- it was still fucking weird when it came up. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, but 2011 <laughs> though, right? Like that was before all of this. Yeah, just mm-hmm. it was just before the Me Too stuff. Yeah, and it was pro- prominent. It was like the first name up on the credits. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's why it was so fucking startling. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I saw that too. I was like, shit, that's crazy. Yes, good one. Uh, a- any other trivia, Rachel? You want to throw at me? Uh, I might save it for our discussion. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we can start. Takeshi Kin- Kinoshiro. Takeshi Kinoshiro was K- a Kinoshiro. A pop- anyway, Kinoshiro. <laughs> Sorry, I'm No, thank me. you. Um, he he's a Taiwanese pop star, right? He's a singer as well. Yeah. Of course he is. Those kind he, of good looks. He did a stint in <laughs> Hong Kong as well. Most of his movies are in Taiwan and Hong Kong. He's got you made it sound like Japanese he went to prison. <laughs> what do you mean? He did a stint in Hong Kong. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> he, did a, um, he did a five-year bit. Yeah, for singing too well, he got. <laughs> he sang like a canary. He doesn't sing that well, but he sure looks good. He does. Uh, all right. Now, what's he, uh, no, we won't. We won't linger on that. I was going to say I, I didn't know that you went for such classical good looks, Rachel. But uh, I guess his his charm is, you know, you can't deny it. Well, he's no Amy Kwok. Let's just go there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fucking Amy Kwok. Oh, every time my eyes light up when her name comes up and I just think, oh, just call me, Amy. Call me. <laughs> uh, anyway, on to the film, Wu Xia. Uh, shall we go through a quick recap of the plot, breaking it down as we go? Now, the first opening scene is an idyllic town somewhere in this is so set in 1917 i believe uh some country town in china now when i saw it it opened up i was thinking hobbiton from like lord of the rings because it had green pastures and 
fucking harps and pianos or violins or something. And I just thought, man, this is this is just really peaceful and, and just, you know, like I was expecting there to be people smoking pipes and shit. And this is the first film I've ever seen that, you know, the, the haircut, like the Wong Fei Hong haircut, where half of your head is shaved at the front and then you've got a long ponytail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first film I've What's ever seen. What's that called seen. again? I'm about to make a fool of myself, but... I actually don't know what it's called. Um, it's got a name, and I'm about to say, I think I'm actually going to say the name of Close. Like, it's not a Chung the, Sun. No, that, no, that that's the Close. Yeah. Um, fuck, why can't I not remember it? It's, it's called a Q. Yeah, cool. Oh, okay. Well, so the Q, right? First time I've ever seen in a film where they show it half shaved, like not fully shaved. Isn't that Really? Because that means I've you're- that. I've definitely seen that before. It means you're not like, was- noble. Is that right? It just means you're a bit lapsed or something, I reckon. I it just, just means like you can't afford blades stuff. to cut it or? Because I've, I've never seen it before where uh, I've seen somebody that actually had it not shave like completely. It kind of threw me off a little bit throughout. <laughs> Let's just talk about um, stupid things. But <laughs> it, it seemed like in one shot he had it shaved more than in another shot. Like it didn't kind of gel with time time frame for me oh you mean it was like a jump between the yeah uh, like because that would be hard for consistency when you're like filming a film over you know so many months to keep it like partly shaved partly not shaved kind of thing and it it did seem to me that it was like better or worse in, in different shots which didn't really gel with you know the storyline for me but it was just something that i thought was weird and i noticed it and yeah so uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was it through me because I'd never seen it before, um, and and Probably also why I was having more attention to it, I suppose. Because yeah. <laughs> and also, Donny Donny speaking Mandarin in this film, right? I guess. Well, from my from my dubbed. Asian ears, sorry. I think he's dubbed or something. Oh, you think he's because the reason why Mandarin is not up, very good. That that's what I mean, and also his films are like he speaks in Cantonese. I assume it's him speaking. And I wondered if it was a touch because we're talking about wuxia, like the the national martial arts of, of China, the national sport of China, that they wanted to be specific that, no, no, it's Mandarin. We're not talking Cantonese here. And I, I think, wondered if that was the case. I think it's because the village is actually supposed to be Yunnan, um, which they would sort of speak Mandarin or a variety of dialects. So just to simplify it, they just speak Mandarin. No shit, so they were being appropriate for the area. I did watch a copy, which might have been a Hong Kong copy, which they they all just spoke Cantonese, and then when they had the 72 demons and they all spoke Mandarin, but... Right. That 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 doesn't really matter. The copy Mm. that we had was definitely Mandarin anyway because it said in the the settings before we started. So Mm. it may well have just been a slightly different language version that we got because they do do that for Chinese, like, full release as well. Yeah. So anyway, that 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 threw me a little bit. Uh, so Donnie Yen is a farmer living in a farm somewhere in Yunnan, I believe you said, Rachel. That, that guy has cows on his roof. What the fuck, man? That's, That's not so safe. cool. I guess it must it's be strong. Shit's idyllic. Yeah. Well, why would I was you feeling do that? bad for the town, like everyone running on the roofs and shit, just smashing all the tiles, and no one gives a shit. Did we just lose everything? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, cows. why would they care? They have cows on their roofs. <laughs> like, I think we just—I like, lo- lost everybody for a second like there. All the way down the hillside, kind of thing. It. What What struck me as well is, you know, we started off the film with um, these uh, martial artists coming into town, and they decide to rob the moneylender, and it looked like a small, tiny, you know, r- really rural, tiny place. And then all of a sudden, like later in the movie, it's like this sprawling village down yeah, that's right. the mountainside. It's like, this is like, you know, multiply in size multiple times over and they've got like stone structures and shit. But the money lender looks like this back alley, random um, paper shack or whatever, paper maker thing. It was just weird. It like, was, I yeah. I, I did know, and Nathan has just dropped off, by the way. He just kind of cut himself off mid-sentence. That's right. He's coming back. I was in the – can you hear me now? Hey, yeah, Nathan. Yeah. No, I only dropped out for about 30 seconds, 40 seconds, but whatever. Yeah, so it's that's a nice village. I want to live there. It seems pretty cool. Yeah, but, I mean, like, Mike's right. Like, when it opens, it doesn't look – it looks like a little farm village. But then the longer the movie progresses, the more, bit like, larger and sprawling and – just it was pretty big by the end of it. Like it was a whole city as opposed to just like a little village. I okay. So what I got from that is they live. His family lives out in the boonies, right? He lives essentially on a farm. Then they go to a town, right? Where they work, yeah. Where they work, but then I think that that town is sort of like a suburb connected to a city. That was the vibe I got because yeah, they get okay. sent to. Because they get sent to the keep or the tower. Remember that? Remember when she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go hide in the like in the castle, essentially." Oh, okay. Helm's Deep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I assume that they don't usually get that far into town. Yeah, no, no that makes sense. Oh, yeah, I suppose that could make sense. Just, it um, was just it was just weird because it felt like they were always sitting at the same, you know, restaurant tea house. Yeah, that's right. The tiny tea house with the same sort of look over the top. Which was kind of weird because, yeah, the first part of the movie, that was there. And then the money sh- or the paper mill was like right next door. And then when the other shot's back in the same, I thought was the yeah. same square. But then it was like in the middle of the giant sprawling town. That kind of like, maybe it was just, you know, a similar, I suppose it's probably a normal shaped tea, just a different tea house, maybe. Well, I guess they yeah. only had so many sets, so... Really I kept feeling different. bad for all the roof tiles that were cracking in that last bit too. I was like, man, someone yeah, needs to get up that, there and fix too. all that shit. <laughs> I was I was feeling really bad for that. And then yeah, no, when they knocked the you know the cattle through the thing into the river and stuff, I was like, man, <laughs> it's ruining this town. Jeez. Can um can somebody explain to me what the fuck Donnie Yen's job actually is? Does he put paper on doors? Is that his job? He was well, he was, was doing it in that it one a paper scene. Mill. The the how, the place he was working was the paper mill. Didn't when he's like smacking the, they're like like flattening out the paper. Okay, so the, he makes he works for a place that makes paper. Yep. And as part of that his too. job, he installs paper. Yeah, I think so because he was definitely putting it on like it was a sliding door. Yeah, that's like right. one of those. Yeah, I think he just happened to be repairing it for the guy. Yeah. At that. Well, he has those particular tools though, and they keep showing those, and those were the things he was using. Yeah. So maybe he's just a paper expert. Yeah, <laughs> Donnie and the paper expert. Yeah, all right. But anyway, okay, so let, let's move I mean, it along, shall we? Yeah, man. Do we need to know what his day job is? Because he's secretly not that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, he's been that guy for like a decade. That's the point, is that he's been that guy for a decade, and then two hooligans, troublemakers, bandits arrive into town, and they look bad. You can tell they're bad because their teeth are terrible. 
and <laughs> one's so got like a, a cloud sword. Yeah, the wig too, yeah. And what, the wig? Yeah. The, the hair is like disheveled and you can tell they're bad guys because one of them says, where's your bank, pretty much? Yeah. Where's your money house? <laughs> can, I, can I just, before we like Break really get down. into it, I wanted, I wanted to point out one overarching thing about this too. This felt like a Western to me. This felt oh, yeah. like they were really mm-hmm. trying to make a Western. Sort of I totally noir, agree. Noir-ness Western, I can't say it properly. Yeah, like like you've got a gunslinger who's given it up and he's like farming and then you've got some bad guys come into town and he gets in, in, like embroiled in their shit and then, you know, a lawman comes to town and like it's exactly, it feels exactly like that. Like you could you could slap this story in anything and it would work. Well, this is, um. have you seen History of Violence with Viggo Mortensen? Yeah, I have. That's basically this film. It's also this is also kind of nobody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's a at a different point. Yeah. 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 Hundred yeah. percent. But this is more like nobody than than John Wick. But it's that it's that same thing. I've I've given it up. I've got kids. I've gotten out of the game. Trying to live under the dragging radar. me back in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess in this case, the detective drags him back in. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that, that's bullshit. We'll get to that, but I think that's bullshit, um, how that, that actually transpires. But I that guess at the beginning idiot. of the film, I love yeah. that guy, but he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. He, he plays it really well. But at the beginning of the film, we don't know as the viewer. I mean, you suspect because shit. I mean, you don't get Donnie Yen to play a humble peasant. So we all suspect that he's going to be kicking some fools at some point in this film. Um, but at the beginning of the film, he doesn't do any of that. And I have to say, the way that they shot that first fight scene where those bandits robbed that bank, I genuinely thought, oh, maybe maybe Donnie doesn't know martial arts yet. Maybe he's going to learn later on. Mm, really? I thought it's just well, hiding he, it. Yeah, because he doesn't do anything. He just kind of hangs on, right? I, but, he, I he, thought- he, but he's able to put himself exactly where he needs to be every single time. Yeah, I, I definitely thought that in the scenes I was like he's definitely knows it and he's deliberately trying not to show his moves but um and and I did like the comic effect it had with you know the guy jumping down on him and smacking like looking like he just smacks his head on the side of the wall and you know dies oh yeah and, and kills himself that, that was my favorite one and then yeah who knows what the fuck happened in the lake kind of thing and then then when they break it down later it's like oh yeah he did the secret move while he was doing all that i was like no nah, that's less fun <laughs> let's just make it that he's a bubbling full and he hit himself because he was in the wrong spot the wrong time you know when he you know I liked when he chopped the ear off and then when they yeah. went back and did the replay he pushed his face up <laughs> into the blades path that was okay but yeah the, yes. the secret nerve hit things i was like eh, don't need that no, so it's fun. i'll just do a, a step back and just kind of say the way that they shot this for people who haven't seen it is the the fight scene in real time is donnie yen gets thrown around while he's holding on to a guy by the waist and through what seems to be you know misadventure and mishap uh one of the bandits gets his ears sliced off and eventually and they, yeah yeah and and one guy you know kills himself uh, well, what seems to be killing himself. And the other guy, it looks like Donnie just gets a lucky punch in and the other guy just dies. So that's how they show it in real time. And enter Takeshi Kaneshiro uh, as the uh, the um, detective, I guess. Uh, and he starts reading into these events and saying, well, no way, these two guys, these two bandits are way too good 
for this one peasant to have gotten lucky twice. And he starts breaking down the fight. And that's when they start showing more intricate, like the detective's vision, I guess, on what he thought transpires in the fight. And everything seemed kind of plausible until that that bit where Donnie does basically like chin ah with uh with one of the bandits, right? Like really intricate, really like the martial arts is beautiful to watch. But also, when the fuck did that happen? Like when when did he have time for that? Yeah, that was the bit I didn't like because it it seemed like it was adding extra moves that it didn't show. Like if that first fight had all those bits like in there but you sort of didn't see it as well and then they went and zoomed in they would make more sense but it seemed like it was like now that was he shut the windows and they did a whole other fight sequence yeah yeah that's right completely different one added all these extra moves in there that you didn't see especially with him like you know when he goes oh then he was like drawing in his chi getting ready and blah 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 i was like totally that was again again this dude this dude accused his father-in-law of selling fake medicine and he yeah. keeps con- talking about stuff that is not real yeah so let's just move on yeah <laughs> but it was as i said it was kind of interesting and in, uh in the first point that he was choreographing two different fight scenes effect yeah but then they'd super change it i, I really i wanted it, i i wanted it to be exactly like you just said my yeah. i wanted it to be the same exact fight but zoom in on a thing and show it like just slightly differently not yep. literally, I shut the windows and then we had a fucking fisticuff. Yeah, that's yep. right. Yeah, yep. yeah, no, I, yeah, because that's the fun of it, right? It's like Back to the Future, you see it from a different angle and you're like, oh, shit, I missed that because we, we couldn't see that. We couldn't see that part. And and the best, the not just a completely unre- was- unreliable narrator. Essentially, what they're saying is what you saw before wasn't actually what happened at all. That's the thing, so, though, is that because yeah. we're not seeing it from anyone's perspective, the initial fight that we saw was supposed to be objective, like not from anyone's perspective. Yeah, that's right. Like that, this is the whole thing. And then we zoom in. Like the only one they could really claim they did that was the ear bit because you're looking top down when the ear gets cut. But then when you're doing it in the reverse, you're looking bottom up and you see him push the head up. Yeah, so that, that's fine. that's that That was plausible one. Just, yeah, some of the other ones <laughs> just weren't because they're like adding complete different bits in that weren't in the choreography of the initial fight really yeah and i do i think you know i don't know when you decided that you liked the detective nathan but i really liked his persistence and almost him making shit up and and kind of fangirling over donnie yen and just going man this guy's he's only taking like two breaths you know like just (laughs) coming up with all these theories and like no this guy is legit this guy is amazing even though donnie's doing his stupid donnie smile and uh, and just walking (laughs) around like nothing so, so basically, the the main plot of the film, and and we can really just run through that quick, quite quickly, is the detective comes after the deaths, and he decides something's a bit odd here. I need to investigate further. So he then follows Donnie around, asks everyone questions about who he is, where he came from, interviews the family, interviews Donnie, etc. And everybody's to- totally cool with it. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, he has to, you know, he's an official. He has to do what you know he needs to do, but. Um, at at the end of it, he sort of goes, yeah, this is definitely fishy. There's, you know, what, this guy's been here 10 years. What are the missing people? Because there's these martial arts or, or killers, should you say, that have done crimes and just dropped off the face of the earth. And he kind of like 
semi links it to this <laughs> and then then he sends off like one of his underlings to to go check out the place that Donnie claims to be from. I love that uh, just on those three badass killers, right? When he was yep. describing all three of them, um, I was like, oh, there'll be one hero with long hair that was really great. And I thought that would be Donnie Yen. But no, yeah, yeah. all three guys are like fucking metal serial killers. <laughs> one guy collects eyeballs. <laughs> one, what was the other guy? He like boils people or some shit. Yes. And and the butcher guy who ends up being Donnie, <laughs> like chopped up the butcher and fed his family to the, yeah. the town. <laughs> like, holy shit. I thought, man, if any of these is Donnie Yen, that is a real stain on his legacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they make, they later on when they show you the flashback, you see that he cares slightly. Oh, yeah. That redeems him for, the, for, for that his, one. Uh, yeah. Boy. That totally redeems him. Well, I, can, I, can I ask? There was a period in here where they, they say, oh, yeah, remember there was a 10 year amnesty? Yeah, yeah, what was that about? I don't understand that. Well, they used to, back in the day, when things got, like, they still do it now for taxes and stuff. You should know that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but like, a butchering things, amnesty. Yeah, th- well, things go so long that they're like, oh, there'll be an amnesty where anyone who's committed a crime up until now, like a change in regime or, uh, or like a burnt, like, like, it's just time. It's a, a jubilee. It's time to get rid of all this stuff. Statute of limitations. So, no, not statute of limitations, more like as an act of grace, the emperor, emperor has decided that anyone who has a crime on their record, it will not go forward from here. Be good from now on. And that's it. Th- and, and, and the detective's like, oh, yeah, that amnesty. Like, that should just be it then. It should just be Bailey's at that point. It doesn't matter what he did. There's been an amnesty. That, well, he hasn't word. done anything in 10 years, so. Well, that was the funny thing because when he went to ask the judge, you know, can I have a warrant? He's like, well, does. There's no actual crime on the books for Stan Long. You're just assuming that it was him that did that crime, etc. Yeah. So then he has to bribe him to get the warrant in the first place. See, this yeah, is no, it's thing. like this dude's just making crimes. Yeah. That, exactly. This is what like kind of drew me away from the film. First of all, the fact that the detective was so gung-ho about you know making this man face justice, even though technically he has. But mm-hmm. can you just get an arrest warrant for anybody? Like you just pay fucking four well, tables that, of silver. That's what the term. It's the olden means. times, man. I don't assume to, <laughs> like just like how I apparently don't know how an amnesty works. I also don't know how the legal system works. If you really had a grudge against someone, you probably could have gone to like a local magistrate and just gone, "Look, I got a local grudge against this dude. What will it take for me to get him in prison?" <laughs> Twenty <laughs> tales of silver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like four years worth of wages, right? Like that's. Yeah. Is this where they get into the backstory of um, the detective? And his um his, yeah, e- yeah, yeah, his yeah. ego that, that, that hangs around him all the time. Yeah. That makes okay, him so want to arrest need, people. You might need to explain this to me because he, he had a bad experience where he his leniency, I guess, uh ended up his empathy. Yeah, mm. empathy. You know, like his empathy resulted in him uh eventually suffering like a serious like poisoning and it damaged his chi and his his empathy. And I never understood. Is empathy what he's actually saying, or is it supposed? What to be he's saying is he there, there was this boy, and he'd done some crimes, and the guy felt sorry for him, so he he went lenient on the boy, and then the boy tried to po- or poisoned his parents and him, um, and the poisoning had a permanent effect on him. So he's decided that was my one weakness was my empathy towards a boy. So now being, you know, a master of acupuncture, I can put a needle in there to continually help me with the poison and also another needle to clear out my empathy by hitting in the right spot 
whatever on his chest to like lower his empathy. Just be a stone cold killer. <laughs> Essentially. I mean, it was just like a, you know, a, a MacGuffin crap for, for whatever reason. To explain why he would go to such lengths to yeah. basically persecute. Cause that's what he's doing. He's persecuting Donnie. Like Donnie actually hasn't done shit. Yeah. Everyone also, is- yeah, it's very funny to me because it's like, I always think that back in the day you could just go three villages over and no one would know who the fuck you are. <laughs> and if, and if he just went, no, nah, no, nah, you're wrong. And everybody in the village went, yeah, he's cool. What, what's your problem? He's never done anything weird. Then fuck this guy. And, and that's exactly what like the actual boss who has to bribe tells him is like, what the fuck? Why are you doing all of this? It's a waste of time. Exactly. I'll let you if you're going to bribe me, but yeah, basically, what a dick. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, but I just... did like him. I liked him as a character. It needed it needed something, and this worked. I, I know, still I think really that like weird. Him. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, you I still think that weird, like a uh, devil on his shoulder thing. I found that a bit off putting, like what distracting. Oh, you mean the but, other? Yeah, the, so, yeah, his other self that kept. I never explained him that. On. So it kind of threw me. I thought I because like, he suppressed his empathy, it kind of. Yeah. Created oh, that second self that, that sort yeah. of came, came towards the end because I, I didn't notice it as much in the first bits when he was, you know, oh yeah, I'll, I'll push him off with the bamboo pole kind of thing. I didn't notice it as much there, but then it, it became like a true, like they were both in the same shot kind of thing. And I'm like, he's just fucking crazy. So what's the point of that? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need, you could just have the words, the voice in the head kind of thing. You don't need the, the visual visual thing but they were being artistic michael artistic yeah, i know they, they could have done it a little bit differently especially introduced him a bit earlier because it's kind of late and you're like oh that's a bit late to be introducing like a fucking second personality crazy. yeah <laughs> uh, one one thing i kind of wanted to to touch on is that when donnie is lauded as a, a town hero for taking out these two bandits right and I, I love that the whole town as reward i guess for his performance is basically telling his wife that she has to bang him tonight. And <laughs> they're all like, you should you should reward him tonight, right? So I'm assuming that you only get sex if you save your town from bandits back in uh, ancient China. Now, the thing that uh, I thought was quite funny was they had a little discussion about, oh, you know, what happens if we have another kid, blah, blah, blah. But they have this discussion when she's cleaning out fish bladders. And I thought, yes. is that like old school condoms that they're using? That's what I thought the intent was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm so like, glad it's not like, just me. I don't like the smell of them. <laughs> so we'll just deal with it if we have a kid kind of thing. And she's like, well, they're closer to my face, Donnie. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was funny. But it was it was kind of, um, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say two-child policy kind of thing because I was like, I thought they just, like, because they died so often, they just kept having them all the Yeah, they, they would. Uh, they, uh, this is 1917. I wasn't, I was about to say ancient China or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Ancient Confucian anywhere. shit where you're supposed to. But it's it's 1917. I think they established that, don't they? Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's well, not that old. old. No, no. Not that, it's not that back in the day. Just over 100 years. Well, and, and I mean, and he, he knew that Mercury wasn't a long life pill, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, Mercury's not a good contraceptive. You should probably just let's just do pull out. That's way safer. But the the thing is that any poor, any poor farmer, any poor, you know, like they, they need to have more kids to look after them when they're older, right? Yep. So I'm surprised that that it doesn't surprise me that Donnie's like, fuck it, let's just have as many kids as ever. Um, but I'm surprised that the wife would be so kind of like, oh, you know, 
Maybe we should just stick to two. Well, isn't it established with her character that she thinks he's going to leave at any particular point? Oh, did you? Get, I didn't get that at all. Well, no, I, she has I a conversation she with the detective where she's like, we don't ever talk about when someone's coming back or when someone's not coming back and all this shit. Because of her first husband. Just yeah, like, like she's worried that she's going to be left like a baby mama. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I did like the poignant bit where he didn't answer her. When she said, yeah. if you hadn't have, you know, if, if I hadn't have been there in the river or whatever, would you just have, would you have stayed here at all? If if it was, you know, are you staying here for me or will you just like choose this town anyway? And he, he kind of left it open like, yeah, I kind of would have stayed here anyway. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> you just yeah, it, was, it wasn't just for you. It's a pretty village, man. It's got like waterfalls and like pagodas. It's great. I'd stay there. I thought the cinematography was exceptional, like just beautiful it was, shots. It's very good. Yeah, and that that, that uh, like the the rice paddy or the lake or wherever it is that um, he kills that guy in was just idyllic. Like it looked fantastic. Like, I wanted to go in there and just kind of. I wonder if it was warm. If it was warm, it would be perfect. Perfect. <laughs> like a hot spring. Oh yeah. Do we know? Um, there was the waterfall just, that was in there, and uh, Rachel, you sent out that story where one of Donnie's assistants actually fell over uh, in the waterfall. Didn't get smashed from the waterfall, but but had an, a mishap. Um, was that from filming a scene? That was just from scouting, wasn't it? I think that was some scouting. <clears throat> Pardon me. Because if you see the behind-the-scenes video, the whole pile of them are actually, including the director, are actually going around this steep really steep hills looking around the waterfalls for locations. It's fucking dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean beautiful visuals, but yeah, definitely pretty dangerous. Sometimes you gotta suffer for your art. Well, <laughs> other people have to suffer for Donnie's art, not him. <laughs> I can I, I also I don't know any of their names. I didn't look anybody up, but I kinda thought everybody else apart from Donnie was doing a pretty good job of emotionally selling their scenes. Like, yeah, I agree I liked, with that. I liked the the wife. I thought she was good. Um, I thought I the dad the kids were good too. Yeah, the the kids were pretty good. I had just seen a uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and the kids in that were absolutely fucking terrible. And these <laughs> these two these two boys were a brush of fresh breath a breath of fresh air. Breath. Maybe they were real peasants. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the attention to detail that um, nobody really wears any makeup. Noticeably, uh, Donnie Yen's wife. Um, I think Tang Wei is her name. But, yeah, like, you know, they were all made to look like peasants. Yeah, they were made to look like very attractive peasants. Well, yeah, I mean, he's... Can't, have, a, some, can't have any uggo peasants? Yeah. <laughs> well, not one that's going to be banging Donnie Yen. Yeah, I guess. Can you imagine if he was banging some hag? You'd be like, <laughs> mm, that takes me out of the film. <laughs> getting, getting back to the, the sort of the plot of the film, most of this movie is... is the detective trying to trick trip him up, right? Like there's a yep. good 40 minutes in this film where that's all that happens. There's not really any fights during this period. Um, really, it's that one fight at the beginning and it's like the two fights at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because it's not until the detective goes back into town and starts uh, fanning the flame of rumor that he's found the long lost uh, Tan Long. Um, and obviously that doesn't get... Um, that doesn't get withheld to only him. That spreads out and eventually finds its way to Tan Long's boss and father. Dad. Yeah, uh, who is a master of what are they called? The seventy-two demons. 
demon clan, yeah. This was yeah, that, that was my Sometimes favorite. I wish I had 72 friends we could call each other the 72 <laughs> demons. <laughs> I liked like when he's like um, it was the magistrate that goes to tell him, right? And he's he's like you didn't take this to the 36 blah 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 or the da, da, da. I was like, well, you've got the most people. <laughs> Am I not going to go to the top, you know? That means you just find out what the other gang's names are. Oh, the 128 Devils. Well, we're going to be the 256 Rams. Yeah, that's right. Like, just gotta, you got to be bigger and badder. But there's <laughs> only three of us, Bob. What are we going to do? I'm a petabyte. <laughs> we're the petabytes. We're oh, that sounds dirty. That's dirty. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, so- like- he doesn't yeah. know that. No, the, the, so the magistrate doesn't know that the leader of the seventy-two demons is actually Tan Long's father, because that comes as a revelation. Yeah, and that guy knows he's fucked up when he says it. It's great. Yeah, actually, you know what comes as a revelation to me is I, I didn't actually know that Jimmy Wang Yu was in this film. So, oh, neither no, did I. You didn't. Oh, did okay. you not? Yeah, oh, you did, Rachel. Though, because I think I think Probably you were pre read something. Yeah, so I had no idea. And then when I heard the voice, I was like, fuck, that's a pretty cool bad bad guy voice. And then when I saw it, I was like, is that? Holy shit, that's Jimmy Wang Yu. And I, I legit was just like, oh, my God, that's amazing. He looks fantastic. Uh, well, I mean, he's old, but as a bad guy, <laughs> he looks fantastic. Still can't grow any facial I hair. I thought though. the other fun, funny thing was, you know, the token female that was there was his mom. <laughs> Yeah, Kara kill him. Yeah, yeah. She said, "Don't pretend to your mother when she's um." Oh when God, she's not old enough to be his mother. Was. Ew. Is she yeah, not? How old is Kara Hui? Because she looks amazing. Because she was, she she's was Jet Li's mother from, from Donnie's age. Oh, she's the same age as Donnie. Because uh, when I, when I saw her, I didn't think it was Kara Hui, and I thought she yeah she looked way too young to be his mother. But um, I was pretty. She's- She's born 1960, and then Donnie is... 73. 1963. Oh, 63. Uh, no, thank you. Oh, shit, Donnie's 1963, so he's like almost 60. Yeah. There you go. Next year. Wow. You need a new, a new generation, honestly. Okay. There's never going to be another generation. <laughs> There's never going to be another generation of these guys. CG is just taking everything. It's if it's gonna if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen somewhere like like Indonesia or Thailand well, I mean, or what, some shit. That's what's happened. Uh, yeah. Actually, interesting fact here. I should have said this in trivia. Two thousand eleven was also the year that the raid was released. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you that talk makes about that makes perfect sense. New generations. There you go. Eco ways. New generation of martial arts. There. Um, but Wushu. I don't know about Wushu. I, I liked, we we also did everyone, did everyone watch that stuntman documentary that Rachel sent around. No, I have not. Have not yes, had a chance. I have a watch of that. That's interesting, and it and it does talk about you know, you know the people from back then, um, doing uh, their own little academy and training them as as just a method of having work and stuff as well. Because obviously, they live large and spent large back in the day. Don't have no money. Well, you never know boring. when Jackie Chan's going to accidentally break your legs <laughs> <laughs> on purpose. So you better tap dance today. <laughs> But the interesting I mean, thing, though, is that a lot of the martial artists were not martial artists. They were stuntmen. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's not that many actors that were legit martial artists, right? Mm-hmm. And Donnie Yen is one of those few people that is because he was into martial arts before he did acting. Jet Li obviously was in. Jet Li, obviously. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Jackie Chan was not. Jackie Chan was an actor and an acrobat, um, you know, essentially a circus performer. Uh, and got circus clown. The circus, yeah. yeah. Opera clown. Yes. Anyway, we're digressing. Let's stick yeah, on. Man. Yeah, man. So we Oof. introduced Jimmy Wang Yu as uh, Tan Long's father, uh, who is fucking badass, master of the 72 demons, and he definitely wants to find his son and bring him back because his son is the greatest of all time. Done yet. So he sends out his mum, I guess. That was his mum. Didn't know that. I must have missed that in subtitles. Uh, I didn't believe it. I wouldn't have believed it if you put them side by side, as Rachel has aptly proven. Um, women get shafted. Uh, and uh, they go to the village, and there's a fighty fight. They're all like, it's like, is it the day of his, like, you're, his a, you're, a, you're a bro now? Yeah, you're an adult. You get some real clothes. Yeah, well, the town, the town essentially offered to pay for his son's education because as, you know, reward for him fighting off those bandits. Yeah, man, that's uh, how it works. Yeah, which I think is actually fantastic and really sad that the town gets fucked over as bad as it does. But yeah. the 72 demons like Karahui and they send this other guy, uh, this dandy, he looks amazing, um, and they're basically parkouring over the top of the rooftops. Um, and, and they're actually, burning the place down too. Yeah. And interesting, you sent that thing, uh, the behind the scenes, Rachel, of uh, the stuntman sliding down those tiles. He's doing um, legit as well. Yeah, legit. And they showed that he'd actually injured himself, like cut open his finger, um, spraying blood everywhere uh, just by doing this this one pretty, like it looked pretty innocuous, like a basic stunt just sliding off a roof. But Jesus, man, like his you hand- You never know what's going to get you. Yeah, well, that's it. That's a shit stunt. Could be paper off. cut. Yeah, tile yeah, Paper cut. mill. Yep. <laughs> it's Donnie's secret. Gets you, if it gets you in the eye, you're blind, man. Paper cuts ain't no joke. <laughs> I have to say, though, that this actual fight was probably my more favoured fight out of the movie. Uh, with Kara or with the, yeah, uh, with the Rando guy? Yeah. With, with Kara in, in the, you know, when they fall into the um, cattle stall, I want to call it, and uh, and go back. It was probably the mo- more interesting of the fights and, and stuff when she's slashing at the bulls and then gets caught in a stampede and, and things like that. But because actually all of them, if I break them down and think about them as a total, like there's little funny things in, in each of them, but none of them were really fantastical fights. No, they're, they're not amazing fights, but there are good bits in each one of them. Like I do like the way he disarms her in here because she's fighting him with like two fairly long nice. machete-like uh, knives and he's yeah. able to get them like smack him into some wood and keep them away from him. I also like the when he sort of, like he got like there's a bit where he like changes his form entirely just to like sort of punch her wrists. Yeah, as she's coming in for strikes, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I, I do like, like I like when things look interesting for a bit. He the- he does change it up a bit in this and goes to different stances and forms, and it's kind of fun to watch. The fight scenes, I don't get the impression that it's like back and forth, like over and over again. It follows like a narrative where they move around. And like you say, he changes his form. They change their stances, especially uh, when they're in different environments. And, you know, like you get the ebb and the flow because you get the upper hand because there's a fucking bull in the middle of the room. Um, but the the actual movements that he does uh, in response to her and when he's attacking, you can tell who's defending and who's attacking. Yeah. But I thought this is one of those few films where I couldn't tell if he'd sped this up, but Jesus, it was fast. I just could not tell. Maybe he'd only just, you know, dial it back a little bit. But I thought I the fight scenes were just same. really good. 
Um, Sorry. It did look a bit sped up to me, just slightly. Yeah, but not as much as he normally does. Yeah, because it kind of took me out of it. But I thought, other than that, it seemed like a really good fight. I did feel it was a little bit fast. I did really appreciate, you know, how he does these, like, you know, kind of hero poses, I guess, with his hands. You know, like you you finish a fight and then, you, oh, look, your hands look like they're doing like a tiger symbol or something. You know, like there's no point to it, but it just looks cool. Can I bring up something I did not like? Because it yeah, felt really it. cringy. Do it. Um, the music in this is mostly great, but then when he decides he's going to be his old cool self, there's some really bad just guitar stings. Uh, the music you didn't you those, those didn't make you cringe those those like didn't, music, didn't make you go oh this is this does not fit this movie what are you doing well, guys it does fit this movie it's the whole time oh. come on all those all those like zoom into blood things and stuff like that doesn't like isn't that kind of like I, I don't I don't need guitar rating? things those guitar things just sound super cringy to me I don't I just they really bothered me I think that was, was to like, make it more modern right to kind of yeah. like yeah no it but pop. it feels like it felt out of place in this film that they should have they could have gone for the same thing but they could have gone with a traditional like like crescendo or something you didn't need to go it felt like in, in a second he was going to like put on some mirrored shades and go oh yeah <laughs> well at least they didn't they didn't do it only at the end like it was throughout the whole film they had like crunchy guitar so i thought yeah oh, this is one of those films especially with the opening <laughs> title credits oh man i, can see I just how had to get that off my out. chest i had to get that off my chest yeah no, that's fair enough that's fair call that's fair call uh, the, I mean, the, the, whenever the fight scenes happened, it did feel a little bit like Bleach. They just started making the rock guitar come in. Um, <laughs> but that, yeah, I mean, that was him. That fight scene with him and Karahoy was probably the 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 highlight fight scene because it was the one that showed him in his prime, I guess. And the way he dispatched- before he cuts his arm off. Yeah, that that was a surprise <laughs> to me. Jesus Christ! Also, um, did you um? I I like the fact that he keeps hanging himself upside down like a bat. Just hanging by his feet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how what kind of benefit that gives you except to like to make your head look redder or something. <laughs> Maybe your blood get your head it fills your head full of blood so you get smarter. <laughs> Why doesn't someone just grab his fucking ponytail? Like that seems to me like oh, a yeah, liability. That's <laughs> why you don't he wear can a control that a like cape. a prehensile tail. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's why you- he didn't cut it off. <laughs> unless you stick like, you know, like thumbtacks or something inside so no one can grab it. <laughs> Then we, um, I suppose, just to, to move on a little bit, we get to um, the detective coming back with the police to arrest him. And the weirdest flip, like, <laughs> like oh, all of the 72 demons are on their way here, so the cops freak out and go, yeah, we're not going to die here. So we're just going to let them kill each other. We're going to let them kill each other. Exactly what I would say if I was a cop. Damn right. And then it's only at this point that the detective goes, maybe I did something bad here. <laughs> maybe I'm a moron. And he's he goes, it goes to Donnie to, like, apologize. And I'm like, you've just, like, <laughs> slaughtered this town effectively. <laughs> That's just, yeah, a bit, bit strange that he kind of only flips there and it didn't really make that much sense. And then he does his whole, let's fake you deaf, stupid thing that is stupid because you knew it was never going to work in the first place. And then Donnie just does the old arm cut. He could have just, like, walked up to the guys riding on the horses and go, I'm not going back, cut off my arm. You know, you didn't need the whole fake death thing in the first place. It was just a waste. Waste. I, didn't no, I think I think that was showing that the the detective and and Donnie are like they're bros now. 
Yeah. Like they were trying to show that he felt bad and he was trying to look for a solution to the problem that he had completely caused on his own. <laughs> I, I can really sing a cool understand. song as well. <laughs> I didn't get it. Like the, him, him chopping his arm off, what was that going to achieve? I don't get it. I think it was supposed to show that he wasn't going to be a threat anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's kind of like saying, oh, you know, like I've cut my I've given up my bloody arm, motherfucker. Like I can't be killing no one anymore. Except he can. I'm out of the so. game. He was pretty good at chopping with one arm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I suppose, and then we move on to, to the end fight scene with Dad uh, back at the homestead and so forth. And if I just skip right to the end and, and say it, he, 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 he dies from the lightning strike from the needles. Yeah. That's the thing that takes Dad out. So technically, Donnie would have lost Was uh- otherwise. Was the point of him having that uh, that because he he gets acupunctured in the in the heel, mm-hmm. and uh, the detective uh, Takeshi he jumps on his back and then sticks a whole bunch of needles and then the lightning strikes. Was the whole point of that that needle in the heel just to ground him into the ground? Is that well the at the time he was saying like I can't remember exactly what he was saying, but he was saying like impact the blah blah chakras with the blue blah blah bloops, you know magic magic <laughs> magic. Yeah, yeah, I, that was that was the bit that I I wasn't a hundred percent on, because yeah, it seemed like he was going to do that and it would make him weaker, but it yeah. didn't. And then then I'm like, and then the next one, and and it almost didn't seem like it. It, it definitely wasn't the plan for the lightning strike. It seemed like the lightning. No, because it because it kept showing you like the bad CG of like things in his body, like exactly. different nerve endings being undone. Yes, yeah, that's right. It's like like he was trying to weaken his magic powers because this whole movie has the assumption that magic powers exist inside the body. That's what this whole movie is about. Is yes, magic. but they do they dial it back for the the proper wusha when people aren't flying, but inside, I mean like this guy can shoot needles out of his neck. So yeah, yeah he's got chakra. He cannot be cut by a blade. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. <laughs> but after after he does get his chakras messed with, he can be cut by a blade. Yeah. I I, I God, that's say. cool. If if that's Jimmy doing that fucking martial arts, uh, I suspect that they would have had a double for him for some of it. He's but he looks old, pretty man. fucking. There's good. definitely a double. You can see like suddenly he gets uh, fitter. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, he looks legit. Like his face, he's mugging. He's kind of like a Sunny Chiba in his prime, doing this <laughs> yeah. incredible mugging face. He just looks They're, evil as fuck. Uh, like yeah, no matter how strong you are, you can't shoot out fucking needles out of your neck though. That shit's crazy. <laughs> I was I was like legit scared of him. Yeah, he yeah. was not a cool dude. When he had that kid, it's like, you better keep singing, boy. Like, God damn. Start singing. Because <laughs> I thought yeah, he looked like granddad. In his old movies, he looked like small and, and short even, but then you see him stand next to Johnny in the um promos and then he's actually taller than them. And he's big now, like he's beefed yeah. out. Yeah. That, that doesn't weird. mean that, that uh he's tall, it means that Donnie's incredibly tiny. <laughs> I thought that that fight scene, the end fight scene. I mean, like it wasn't as long, but Donnie fighting with one arm was pretty impressive. Like the the stuff that he was doing with the sword, I thought that that was really well done. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed this. Like, like the fight scenes in this film, all of them, even the the very beginning one, the re- recaptured one in the eye of the detective. They're all like they're all good fight scenes. There's nothing wrong with any of them. They're all entertaining to watch. Like this one in particular was pretty fun because I like a guy who has magic armors, like iron shirts ap- abilities. I think that's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and I do like the fact that he gets killed with lightning. 
Yeah, that was. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I really was hoping for something a little bit more. I don't know, poetic. Uh, well, no, that's pretty poetic. Is it all about? Yeah. My lightning. Yep, that's the most poetic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what? Who would have done it? Done it even more. He happened to be standing under there, and the cow just falls through the roof onto him and goes, "Danger!" He should have known. That was a that that, yeah. The, a cow callback would have been fantastic. That would like if fantastic. cows had killed everybody in the movie, because yeah, cows like definitely snappy. killed his mum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, damn right. That'll teach you. Don't fuck with mm. the cows. Yeah, that actually would have been perfect. That would have been poetic justice. Take that. Yeah, that's cows taking their revenge. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, struck by lightning, what a way to go. The guy was a bit of a Terminator, but it yeah. just seemed like, meh. It came out of nowhere. and I was really It didn't come out of nowhere because he specifically, we we knew it was pretty thundery and rainy, right? And we knew he got something stuck in his foot. It's <laughs> 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 fucking funny to me. Yeah. It's like, oh. And that's how we figured out how electricity works, everybody. Yeah. Don't use your iron shirt in a thunderstorm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I, I did appreciate that um, the detective got killed at the end because he really was a piece of shit. He needed to die by the end of it. That was his redemption arc. Yeah. You don't get to live if you do all these bad things. Yeah. Well, Donnie just loses an arm. <laughs> no, he's going to die, man. Donnie's going to die. Donnie should have died. But at the, at the point, I yeah, when he had the arm cut off and so obviously strapped underneath his shirt because of the angle where it points out. That's really distracting. Spot. Yeah, that distracted me. Like in the in all of those scenes, I was like, God, I can see a lump. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Just digitally cut it off or something. God. What was um what I really missed from this? I mean, if we're talking about one arm swordsman, right? Which obviously he was by the end of it. What I really missed about it, though, is in the one-armed swordsman, the best part of it was him learning how to fight with one arm, you know, the montage scene. Yep. And I feel like, yeah, Donnie just got there. Like, he just... <laughs> he just knew. Yeah, they need a montage. Yeah. This would film have could have been another, half an hour shorter. I was going to say another 30 minutes if you had to train. <laughs> yeah, well, you take half, a, half an hour out of Donnie looking stupid at the beginning, and I reckon you could squeeze that shit in. <laughs> Apparently, there's a 98 minute China cut, but I don't know what's what's cut 98 out. 98 minute, yeah. So it's shorter. Yeah, I probably don't know probably that bit about uh, having more kids. <laughs> what, <laughs> they actually bladders? use those fish bladders. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie's like, no, I need a really big fish, like a tuna or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the end of the film, though, isn't it? That that's like, yeah, that's it. That's it. We've, we've done the whole thing. Jimmy's dead. Fucking uh, Takeshi is dead. The incense coil lives. comes. Hey? Come, uh, the incense coil alarm goes off again. That's pretty cool. I did it's like another the day. Yeah. Can you afford incense every day to wake you up? You'd, I assume you can if you don't want malaria. <laughs> <laughs> I or guess just so. use the ones you use for your altar, the same ones. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just think there would be better ways to wake up than like a marble. I think you already told us what the most shitty stunt was. It was someone scoping out a location. That was pretty <laughs> shit. That wasn't even a guy on film. That was just an assistant. <laughs> Donnie's like, go get me a coffee. Make sure you go through the waterfall. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> my, my favorite stunt was yeah, a guy like jumping and smacking his head when trying to kill Donnie. That was that was my favorite stunt in the movie itself, but not particularly um, 
you know, dangerous or whatever. It was just funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, apart from that, I don't really can't really remember anything that was like crazy dangerous. The tree thing that Donnie fell on was just like bad. Oh, the tiny spring. branch, the twig. I was yep. like, oh, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a shit stunt and also a cool stunt that I like because they're related. And uh, a cool stunt is uh, Donnie Yen doing a spinning kick into a stuntman's face because uh, <laughs> I think that would be pretty sweet to do. Uh, but also the shit stunt is the reaction shot where the stuntman basically goes flying about six feet into a solid door and the door's got no give because you know because the dude just bounces off it. That's a shit stunt. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's fucking terrible. And also Jimmy Wang Yu walking around with fucking bare feet. Jesus Christ. On wood. (laughs) No, no, I already said mine. Mine's the guy who fell into the waterfall. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh so I wasn't sure what we would do with this. Sorry, Rachel, did you do yours? What was yours? Um, I don't know about shit stunt, but maybe the stair one looked pretty bad. Um, that Tanagaki Kenji with his uh, horrible wig and then breaking that, that stairwell. The corner of it, yeah. Because oh, I heard that yeah. there's another story from reading all the gossip mag posts from 2011 was that Donnie was making people do 40, 50 takes or something stupid. Oh, God. Was he trying to beat, like, the record? To, of of being like mean as Samo, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I think Jackie has the record though for that stupid shuttlecock scene in um, uh, Dragon Lord. But that wouldn't have hurt anybody. No, no, that was just like he was trying to jump and kick that freaking little shuttlecock thing, and it took like four hundred takes for him to get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the Guinness World Record of amount of takes for a single shot. Well, hopefully those uh, those forty fifty takes were innocuous and weren't like fucking life threatening. Take this kick to the face fifty times. <laughs> you want to be in that, this business, boy? It was that one with the spitting teeth that they did like they did quite a few times. And in that behind the scenes video that I found, he was had that frozen coat to the holding a frozen coat to his face between takes. Oh, oh, him actually getting punched fifty times in the face. Something like that. Ooh. Yeah, that's terrible. That's Come ridiculous. On, Come on, Donnie. <laughs> if you can't get it, Donnie, you're not going to knock his real tooth out to make that shot work. <laughs> do you want to tell? You want to tell that story now of Jimmy Wang Yu getting his stroke? Rachel, hey. that sounds like a fun time. There, what, tell what, me what, that story, what, what, Grandpa. What? Yeah, what Jimmy that? Wang Yu getting a stroke by promoting this film. I did get a stroke by promoting the film, but sometime I guess he did do some promo uh, promo events, but then later on he actually had a stroke. So I think this is the first first of the few strokes that he had. Oh, I got the impression that he he got it while promoting this film. So I was kind of saying Um, like Donnie was responsible for. Oh, okay. I was was all serious as shit because because I think because you had one like 2011 or maybe more than one, and I think the one he had in 2016 kept him hospitalized till until his death, pretty much. So it's kind of sad. But it was quite impressive when you were telling me that even though he had a stroke down the left side of his face. Uh, mm. His whole body, uh, he still did all these exercises and everything to keep his mobility up, so and he did, managed he did to two or three times what he was actually supposed to do. Yeah, and he was, and because of it, he was able to kind of have some mobility in his uh, his left side of his body. Um, and I, I made the joke that it was a good thing he had all those years of practicing with only one arm, so he knew how to do it <laughs> real good. <laughs> 
But yeah, Is poor it- one out for Jimmy Wang Yu. Jesus. Yep. Because mm. was that story also um, from the gossip rag saying that he was pissed that Donnie had a double for him at first. He said, "I'm 68 years old. I can still run, run 40 minutes a day and do 100 reps or something like that and stuff like that." And he wanted <laughs> yeah, him right, to still punch him still doing properly. His one punch man uh, workout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Just do some squats, man. <laughs> You'll be right. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, Jimmy, you're still good, buddy. But we'll get a double for you to get kicked in the face. All right. How about that? Yeah, we don't want. I don't want to kick a, a legend in the face. No way. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, so he, I guess. He elevated this film. So are we yeah. going to do thumbs up, thumbs down? Yeah, man. Around? This is I for what this movie is. It's it's a thumbs up. It sometimes doesn't feel like it's. It feels to me. It feels like a like a western, a basic western, and it gets a little bit of the like the ramp up a little bit wrong. Like it doesn't. It doesn't exactly do it in the right beats. But mostly, I like the film. I thought it was good. I like most of the people in it. I like what happens. I like the fights. Good. Yay, thumbs up. Thumbs up for me. I, I totally agree. Um, it was a bit long. Could have taken half an hour out of it, but um, I did enjoy watching it. It was pretty to look at, pretty fights. Uh, even Donnie was actually not too bad in it, so I totally thumbs up. And Jimmy Wang, you really just elevated this two or three points, so yeah, definitely for me. Cool, yeah. I'd, I'd give it a thumbs up as well. Uh, I I did thought it had a interesting story to some extent I thought the fights could have been slightly more longer maybe would have kept my attention a little bit more but uh, it definitely kept me entertained but yeah it could have cut at least 20 minutes out of it maybe alright Rachel yeah round us out pretty much thumbs up I just felt like the flow wasn't quite wasn't quite there yeah yeah I'm with you that's what I, that's the thing I was saying it felt like it was ramping up but it didn't do it. The, the, the beats weren't right, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Things and I think needed to flow a different way. There was overuse of some of the devices, like doing the, the zoom in into the, into the um, you know, the platelets or the heart or something. It's like, I don't need to see the heart stop like 10 times in this movie. Yeah, that's right. I, I well, get it. Money you on that one animation. That. I got it from yeah. the first one, yeah. Mm. Yeah. They, they used their budget, so they wanted to show it on screen, I guess. And uh, just don't make Donnie oh. smile, please. Oh, yeah, God. <laughs> More cows on roofs. More cows on roofs. <laughs> nah, this is pretty good. I really enjoyed it. But, uh, you know, I, I think this is – I'm not sure what people think of this film, whether or not it's universally beloved or reviled. I thought it was pretty good. Um, and obviously we solid, all do. It's a solid 7, to, seven out of 10 film. Well, like that's what it got. That's yeah. why it was chosen. I saw it and I was like, out of all these films that were on SBS, that one was like a 7. Um, on IMDb, and the other ones were quite low. So I thought, oh, this one's probably got to have something going for it. Yeah, cool. And it did. So, yeah. Cool. Um, well, yeah, thank you guys, uh, Rachel, Nathan, and Mikey, for, for joining us on the Asian Action Cast. This will go up, and hopefully people will give us their opinion on what they think of it. Um, I'm sure somebody somebody would have not liked it, but I think a lot of people probably did. Um, but, yeah, watch out for us on, uh, I think it'll be on Facebook, obviously on Instagram. <laughs> somebody else asked me why i'm putting up pictures of attractive women on the instagram and i was like marketing dude marketing (laughs) interest in the asian action cast has gone up 30 percent. so i I will say this about this film over the last i've been on i've been on a bit of a a holiday as you as you well know but the listeners may not Uh, and i've watched an awful lot of films and this was better than most of the films i watched Mm. over that time yeah all right 
Yeah, there you it, go. it was better than it was better than fucking Doctor Strange. It was better than Tokyo Revengers. It was better than fucking almost everything. Almost everything I watched. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There you go. Low bar. Low bar. <laughs> tells you what I'm doing with my time. Admittedly, a lot of those were on a plane. Oh, uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. When you're stuck in a plane, you don't have no choice. Yeah. I think the only movie that I might have seen that was better than this was June. Oh, yeah. June was good. Yeah, June was all right. Yeah. Anyway, right. thank you for wasting. I've wasted another couple more minutes of your evening. Yeah, I no, that's all right. That's all right. At least you didn't give us a review of a film that was totally unrelated. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys, and thank you, uh, thank you, listeners, for joining in. We'll tune you in next time. To say where you can find us. What? You can find us everywhere. Spotify. Um, where Apple else? Apple Podcast. <laughs> Apple, <laughs> nah, anywhere you can find a podcast, you just got to find the Asian Action Cast. That's where we live. So if you like Hong Kong and Asian action cinema, we're your one-stop shop where we do the best. We're number one, apparently. Where? <laughs> hey, everywhere. No, number one where? One, the number one Hong Kong and Asian action hood, podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't, I don't know think there true. are any other Hong Kong and Asian what? action podcasts out podcast there. Oh, there are. Fire or something, yeah. One of one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> of course we're number one. Shit. <laughs> We're number one in your hearts. All right. <laughs> That's a good slogan. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. That'll teach you. Don't fuck with the cows. Uh, All right.